0: Welcome to the Sim Podcast Show, I'm your co-host Eric, And I'm always joined by my co-host
1: Ron, what up Ron? What's going on?
0: Ron, we just had week number 13 And before we even get started, let me just say this podcast is dedicated to the National Football League. We do this on a weekly basis, including the playoffs. If this is on that you're interested in, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. But anyways, back to the ground. run. Ron, we just had week 13. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this week?
1: Um, good. I feel much better. Um, Steelers are starting to win ballgames again. We put two in a row uh, together, so... We had it was a great you know great week for the Steelers not so much the Patriots but um, I'm feeling a little bit more confident in the direction the team's headed in
0: yeah and you know when you say week when when I say week 13 it saddens me because now we're going into week mm-hmm. just the season when we hit double figures just know the season's coming it's to almost an end. over it's almost yeah. over yeah. but then you get into a different tournament where mm-hmm. it gets really exciting
1: that's true if we make it
0: well, we'll talk about that in a minute. So mm-hmm. we're going to go over the NFL news. We're going to talk about our reviews from last week. And we're going to talk about our teams. And then we're going to do a quick finale on whether or not the Bucks or the Pats or the Steelers can make the play. So let's kick it off. Mayfield, he wanted off the pen. Mm-hmm. He got off the pants. Now he got picked up by the Rams. Um, are the Rams going anywhere?
1: Uh, not with Stafford, apparently. Uh, Stafford's injuries it appears to be pretty serious. Uh, he might not be able to play the rest of the season. And the quarterback that is on the Rams right now, I think he just came off of two interceptions. So, uh, you know, it's tough to come in <clears throat> on any team and pick up at offense and, and play like the next week or the next three weeks. So it's interesting that... He made that move to to go and ask for a release. Obviously, he wouldn't have done that unless he knew. I think he was going to be picked up by someone. So I think that was all pre-planned. But it's just you know, it's interesting what's going to happen at this point. Of, out uh, is he going to play or not?
0: Yeah, because now I was thinking like, all right, so he didn't want to pay for Carolina. He knew that he was going to pay play under somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Rams, to me, is a head-scratcher because I know that Stafford is not there. And uh, who was Stafford's uh, backup? It was some guy he did horrible.
1: Wolford. John Wolford. <clears throat> Four- yeah, and, and, 14 at 26, 170 y- yards, two interceptions this past week.
0: Yeah, that's just not going to do it for McVay. So he picked up Baker. Um, I just I don't think the Rams are really going anywhere. You got Seattle. You got San Francisco. You got some resemblance of a good, decent team with Arizona. I, I just don't know why I make the switch. But you know, we're talking about Baker Mayfield, so he's he's an up and down person as it
1: is anyway. Yeah, and I think I mean I I don't think it's like I said. I don't know if Baker is going to play much this year. There's nothing really to salvage at them being three and nine. It's more about long term. And I've heard you know some um, news. Organizations or You know are saying that this you know Stafford might hang it up you know After this season so You know they gotta think long term You know who's our quarterback next year And the year after and so on and so forth so
0: Yeah that to me To me was a head scratcher anyway uh, Jimmy G So it turns out that he's not gonna Need surgery looks like he might come Back in eight weeks uh, San Francisco Fans should be happy right
1: uh yeah. Um because he's been, you know, playing pretty well. Uh, you know, the defense is is good enough to keep them uh competitive, I think, uh here on out for the rest of the way. Uh, but I think once they get into the playoffs, and I think that's when we talking about Jimmy G possibly returning, uh they're gonna need a veteran quarterback, someone like Jimmy G to to get them some wins.
0: Yeah, and I think they drafted party and I think that's how you pronounce it, party. I might be masquerading the name. And immediately I saw a narrative so quickly. It wasn't even like, I don't think he even played like a single series and everybody was already applauded. Like they were like, oh, Mr. Relevant is irrelevant again or irrelevant and now he's relevant again. It was like all the narrative was like trying to make, trying to make, San Francisco fans feel
1: good. Well, you know, it's tough for any quarterback to come in in the middle of a game, especially, right? You don't have, you're not like uh, out there practicing with the ones or anything. So in the middle of the game, someone gets hurt, you got to come in and step up, especially in that position. You got to give them some applause for, you know, doing pretty well in that game. Um,
0: What I think, I think what's, what's happening is that that team is so stacked. Where they talk about defense, where Mm -hmm. they talk about offense, where they talk about special teams, whatever. It's so stacked that all you need is a, like, somebody who won't turn the ball over. And that's why that team was perfect for Jimmy G because he seldomly turns the ball over. And when he does, it's very rare. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, good for, good for Voiding fans. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like, Either Jimmy G there or that rookie there, they were still going to go far in the playoffs. Uh, do you still think that they can win it all? Because I heard some people saying that they can win it all.
1: Um, no, no, I don't see them getting back to the Super Bowl. I think their defense is good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't see them coming out of the uh, NFC at all. Uh, I think Philadelphia is just too good. I think even some of the other teams without Jimmy will give them uh, a challenge in the playoffs. So, no, I don't. I don't think. I think they're good And obviously I think They're much better With Jimmy Versus like Trey Lance um, But but no They're not a Super Bowl team To me
0: The other news uh, Tennessee fired Their GM They've had enough uh, was, he a, was he a good GM Or bad GM
1: Yeah so that's what We're trying to figure out Like um, You know I can think of A lot of his draft picks That he You know He hit On I can think of Some moves I guess We saw some moves That he may have Missed on um, you were talking about them trading A.J. Brown, maybe that being the last straw. I don't know. Like, um, you know, obviously they they feel like they need to head in a different direction and something about the roster. Uh, even though I think they're constructed pretty well to their identity, right? Um, but, I, you know, I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I think he was, I mean, you yeah, have yeah, Mike Brabeau was uh, your coach, right? And he was building the roster. Around players that Mike Brable wanted, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't see this firing. I know, I me. Mean, I know they get a new field, a new stadium pretty soon, but I didn't see the point in firing unless they really, really bump heads on that AJ Brown pick. Who knows? Yeah, who knows. So let's.
1: Anything else you want to talk about in the news? Uh, no, I think that's it. I think we've covered everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't want. To, I don't want to talk about the OBJ to Dallas because. It's a rumor. We still don't know. I know he's went to a basketball game with a bunch of Dallas players, but
1: yeah, and I saw today, I guess that his um, his recovery is not has not really been that smooth. So it's going to take a little bit longer for him to be ready to play, anyways. Um, but
0: if he goes to Dallas, do you think the New York Giants fans are going to burn his jersey?
1: <laughs> Haven't they already?
0: I don't. I don't know because. You know, it seems like they were fine with him going to L.A., but mm-hmm. now that he's talking about the Dallas, I'm hearing a lot of rumbling that this might ruin his legacy in New York, but I was like, I don't know if he had a legacy. What
1: was his legacy? One catch? Yeah, did, <laughs> you know, one... did
0: he win a Super Bowl? I don't uh, think he no, did. No, one so, spectacular grab, yeah, like, I guess. What's the legacy?
1: Yeah, I don't and know. He's just
0: a wide receiver. I mm-hmm. don't know what the legacy is. Alright, let's let's do our review to week 13 because let's start with the loser. And I feel like these games that the Pats play on Thursday, you know, it's just they're just not good. I think they're 0-4 in, in primetime games. For some reason the NFL gave them back to back Thursday night games. You picked them to look to to lose this game 24-17 for Buffalo. I didn't I knew in my in my mind that Buffalo was going to beat them, but in my heart, I was like, you know what? Let me pick New England because it's that home game. You know, maybe they'll get fired up, but that did not happen. So the final score was twenty-four to ten. Ron, you and I watched this game together. Mm-hmm. We're not sponsored by any means by Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> but I'd say they have a decent, you know, sports bar atmosphere there, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tons of, you know, good television, decent food. The food is decent. You know.
0: The service was
1: good. Yeah, it was okay. You
0: know, post-pandemic it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. So, Ron, in your estimation, what happened this game?
1: Uh, the Buffalo Bills are a better team, I think, you know, and I think it showed. I think there's still a lot of questions about the Patriots and their offense. They look terrible. Um, you know, I think... uh this guy, uh, Mac Jones, took a lot of heat for how he played, but I think for me it was the play calling more than anything else. Uh, that was atrocious, and they couldn't get anything going at all. The Patriots, um, and at no point, you know, did I think that that Buffalo was in control or was going to lose control of the game.
0: Well, I was I was excited about the first quarter because we actually had the lead seven to three, and then. After that, it was all downhill. You mm-hmm. can even tell we couldn't stop Josh Allen. You know, I think there was a couple of punts by Buffalo Yee for the Pages for that, but so you mentioned the offense looked horrible. From the first play, they fumbled the ball. They didn't even know what the first play of the game was gonna be. <laughs> I mean, that is not a Belichick team. That's like something you see out of the Jaguars, mm-hmm. something you see out of Houston. I don't know. I don't know if this is, you know, like a, uh, what'd you say, like a a vision, like into the future what's what's Patriots team is going to be like, but it was just bad from the beginning.
1: So did you think uh, Stevenson, he is the one who fumbled, right? Did he is, because I'm trying to think back now how they used him. He only got 10 carries. Is it because they, like, didn't trust him running the ball or, you know, what goes into the decision making to throw 36 times and only give him 10 carries?
0: I think that they, you know, it's that whole thing where, okay, we're going to punish you because we don't trust you. You know, and I feel like, you know, before I was like, yeah, that's a Belichick way. But then I'm like, that's your best player. Mm-hmm. That's basically, it, it's, it's nobody else. Yeah. It's just him.
1: Exactly. So it's
0: like, why punish him? Right. Just keep using him. Mm-hmm. So, and then they try to do that, you know, quick release with Mac Jones, which obviously didn't work.
1: They look like the Steelers. You know, the short passes, uh, you know, quick releases like you said, and pray that someone makes a play after that. That doesn't work. That had Hadn't work, you know, hasn't worked for the Steelers first part of the season. You got to be able to get the ball downfield. Can't keep throwing, you know, five yards a throw. You got to make some big plays, and that's what I think was missing. Um, When you add and add on like some of the mental errors and mistakes, like with the fumbles and stuff like that, and then Josh Allen is just a beast. Um, He, you know, doesn't matter what the play is on third down, like. He can just do, make the perfect throw or scramble and run you over. He's just the perfect player, you know, um, at the quarterback position. Uh, I don't think you can do any better in terms of what he can do to you with his arms and his legs.
0: Yeah, I think that he's definitely still my MVP pick or my offensive player of the year pick because I think, Without Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills are just an average team. I don't know if that that defense, they faced a bad offense. That's why you see the 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 score but only 10 points. I mm-hmm. don't think that we were, you know, Buffalo Bills' defense was ah, oh, so good. It was a uh, Patriots' offense was oh, so bad, so, mm-hmm. so bad. So, I, it's just a loss. Patriots at 6-6, six six, back to 500, back to the basement, and we'll talk about whether or not this team can make the playoffs. But, you know, again, we got Arizona, we got Raiders the next two games. It's going to pretty much determine whether or not they make they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this game, good ratings with Thursday night games, <laughs> good range with, like, any primetime game, because we all know they move the Sunday night oh, yeah, game yeah, to flex So it's just, there's so many things going on with this team, and Bill Belichick is just like, eh, you know, it is what it is. Two more okay, years, let me years, get the 20 more wins. Yeah, he doesn't, he does not care. He's just like, hey, I'm just going to put something out there, and whether or not we win or not, or make mistake, who cares? I get my Tony win.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh The other game... That we want to talk about is the the uh, Steelers, who they play this week.
1: Uh, we played at Atlanta,
0: and it was actually closer than we thought, right? So the final score was nineteen to sixteen. But Ron, you thought that Spencer would put, put twenty seven points. I thought that they were going to put twenty four points. What happened this game? Why only nineteen points?
1: Well, they could have. Uh... Put up twenty something points. Um Fitzpatrick decided to when he picked the ball off, could have ran it back. And uh he stepped out of bounds instead, which is, you know, the right thing to do. But um offensively they played really well. They just didn't close. They had some really good drives, got into uh like field goal range and then the, the you know, it would it would stall. So they had to set it for a lot of field goals. They're gonna have to learn how to close out uh, You know, games uh, close out their drives. Uh, I think they had five drives that were nine minutes or longer. So, offensively, things clicked. And then, you know, defensively, I think we did an okay job um, stopping the run. Um, Mariota is not a good quarterback anymore. I'm surprised they didn't bench him uh, at any point during the game or during the season. Um, But at the end of the game, you know, it was, you know, Tomlin making a decision to, to punt at the end. And and trusting his defense to, um, you know, to, to uh, stop them from scoring. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and Pittsburgh won, so he walked away with a win, even though it wasn't perfect.
0: Yeah, I mean, Pickett didn't impress anybody with his numbers. He just didn't turn the ball over. But then both teams were hundred over 100 yards rushing, so mm-hmm. you knew that they were going to share the game. It was you... Or oh, hope you make the mistake first. And Mariota obviously made a mistake.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Clay yeah. Collins has been much better these last three games. I got to give Matt Canada credit. Najee has been, um, you know, he he missed part of last week game. He came back, came in questionable this game, and he was, he looked like the best he's looked all season. He ran really hard. Yeah.
0: So now the team is five and seven, and we'll talk about if that is enough for them to sneak in at the 5-7 and seven record. Uh, Atlanta, I know that the Bucks won last night, but Atlanta, they're not out of it yet, right?
1: Mathematically, no. No. Mm-mm.
0: So they can still actually make the playoffs. One of these teams in the NFC South is going to host a playoff game. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Unbelievable. Uh... So, the other game, which happened last night, was the GOAT, the last second, winning the game, which we both picked, the Tampa Bay should have won, you won with 21 points, I won with 20 points, they only scored 17, Ron, are the Bucks back?
1: No, <laughs> they're not, uh, you gotta do better than putting up 17, you know, in a game that you should win. Um you gotta do better than that. And for the most part I think they were stuck on like on three points, right? Most of the game. Uh so yeah, all the way into like the what was it, the they scored three in the first quarter, then they score scored, again fourth till, quarter they scored the fourth fourteen quarter. points, yeah. So yeah, that offense has issues still. Um, so they just look like to me a bunch of old guys. I don't know how else to put it. Um when you got, like, Julio Jones out there, you know, an injured Mike Mike Evans out there, uh, hobbling Chris Godwin to a certain extent. They just, just Tom Brady. You know, it's an old team trying to make it, and uh, every week's going to be a struggle. So, you know, you're playing against uh, the Saints who are now 4-9 and nine with Andy Dalton. You should be able to put them away pretty easily, and they didn't do that at all.
0: So the Bucks record now is six and six. They lead that division, the NFC South. When we just talked about Atlanta, still in it. Uh, the Saints are kinda in it, and it's like Carolina. I think they have four wins, right?
1: Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm.
0: they kinda in it. So are the Bucks gonna win this division?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know just yet. Yeah. I think they can. Um... I don't know if you want to get into it now with predictions for these teams, Um, but you know I I think they even whether they get in or not they're not a a team that's uh, can make a run (laughs) in the playoffs. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, we'll 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 definitely talk about that uh, in the end when when we do the predictions. Uh, Our upset specials, Ron. You went with uh, Philly, Philly at Tennessee. You thought Tennessee was going to win. Boy, was that Ten- wrong Tennessee got blown out
1: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't watch much of this game but what what happened why did Tennessee play so bad
1: I have no idea I didn't watch most of it uh, at all either um but they got dump trucked apparently so Just, Jalen hurts man for MVP uh, what else can I say dudes falling out
0: yeah you know I thought it, it depends on where Mahomes what the Chiefs record is at the end um I think they have two losses but I think Philadelphia only has one loss. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I mean, Hearst and Mahomes, those are the two guys that right now are, you know, I don't know what the odds are, but you can pick,
1: you can actually say Hurst might get the MVP. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, your team has one loss. Um, you know, this game is supposed to be a close game. You throw three touchdowns, 380 yards Hurst, passing can't be any questions at this point about his arm talent. Um, and he hardly ran, and that's what he's been, you know, he's killing people while running the ball. He didn't really run this game at all, so he can, he's beating you with his arms and his legs.
0: Yeah, I, I would say that Hurst might even get offensive play the yeah, I don't know. He's just doing it all. My mm-hmm. um, I pick, I, in, I initially, when I made this upset special, I thought the uh, Miami was favorite when I made this pick, but San Francisco was the one that was actually favorite. So I picked San Francisco to win. Obviously, they routed Miami 33 to 17. And it was like this old tour appeared momentarily. And now we can put to bed all the MVP talks mm-hmm. from all those Miami reporters, all those Miami newspapers that. Tua as a second coming for some reason.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, we know that, that the real Tua was going to show up for this game. Yeah, he didn't play
1: a good game, and I, I don't want to like belittle what he's done the entire season. He's been great, right, the whole season, but he didn't have a good game. He was re- very accurate at all. He missed some throws badly, and I don't know what you know San Francisco was doing to put that much pressure on him, but um, he looked like a shell of himself out there.
0: I mean they sacked him three times. He turned the vote over twice via interceptions. It was just the tour that we know and love as opposed to the tour who's, you know, breaking records left and right. Mm-hmm. Alright, so let's let's go on to our predictions because I wanna talk about week number fourteen. Uh and let's start with the team. It's gonna be Baltimore at Pittsburgh. It's two and a half a uh, favorite for Pittsburgh, thirty-seven zero and under. Ron, what is your prediction?
1: No Lamar Jackson in this game. Tyler Huntley, who I think is just as dangerous playing quarterback. Um, I'm a little worried about this game, not going to lie. I think it can go either way. But I did write down initially when I thought of this that the Steelers are going to pull this out 23-17. to
0: I also picked the Steelers to pull this one out 17 to 13. I think it's going to be a low scoring game because even though Lamar's not there, the Baltimore defense is still there. Mm-hmm. I know they got some new players. They they uh you know traded for some players. Uh I don't know how good that Lamar backup is. He's good. He's good.
1: Yeah, he's he's impressive.
0: <laughs> but is he, he's not better than Lamar. And Lamar, mm. you know,
1: yeah, I mean there's some times you're like, dang, you know, he dude can run, he can pass. It's like clone out there sometimes, you know, when you look at him. But no, I don't I don't think he's as good as, as Lamar, but he's certainly dangerous. That you know, that's why I think that, you know, we can go out there and lose this week. It wouldn't necessarily shock me.
0: And Pittsburgh, you know, they won two in a row. I think that they're on a streak. And I think that when we talk about the playoff chances, this is You know, one of the games that they have to
1: win, basically. Mm, Absolutely. We got to win here on out.
0: Here on out, basically. Yeah. Uh, The next game, Tampa Bay at San Francisco. It's three and a half. uh, San Francisco's favorite at Mm -hmm. home. 37 over and under. Ron, what's your prediction?
1: Yeah, I got Tampa pulling an upset here, winning 17 to 16. So, we'll see. Purdy, is that his name? the quarterback getting a full week of practice. I know I just said Tampa isn't playing well and they're not, you know, um, but they, you know, I think they can, they're capable of going on the road and beating a, a wounded San Francisco team.
0: I actually think that this is a Bucks loss. I stayed up last night to watch uh, the interview with Tom Brady after the game mm-hmm. and the 49ers are on his mind. He was, he was, doling out stats, even the reporter was like, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, he knew it all, he's like, we're facing a really, really good defense, we're not executing like we should. He almost even said, like, this is going to be probably the toughest game next to the Saints game as far as defense is concerned. And, I don't know, when I saw the Bucks last night and I think uh, Tyler the that at quarterback slash tight end for the Saints was wide open for a touchdown.
1: Um, Taysom Hill.
0: Taysom Hill, mm-hmm. and uh, the defense looked confused. They were arguing in the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you had him. No, I thought you had him. I just it doesn't give me a lot of confidence. So I, I picked uh, 49ers to win, even with a rookie QB starting. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-one to seventeen, and I don't even know. If Tampa Bay gets a 17 points. Mm. uh, Next game, New England at Arizona. This is only a one-point Arizona favorite at home. If it's 44 over and under, Ron, what's your prediction?
1: Uh, I got Cardinals winning um, 24-17. I think, I think I may have given the wrong score for the Tampa-San Francisco game. It's, I had 17-16 this game. I have uh Cardinals winning 24-17 um I you know I think belichick for whatever reason has difficulty against quarterbacks that can move now obviously like josh allen's a whole different level but you know I've seen him play like Lamar jackson and some other you know Mahones I think uh Kyle Murray's going to give him tons of trouble offensively uh, or defensively so I think the Cardinals are going to be able to pull, pull this one out
0: I think that if is- You want to write the ship if your name is Bill Belichick, and believe me, they are talking about even firing back home. Firing who?
1: Bill Belichick. That will never happen.
0: Well, I'm telling you, it's in in the airways. In the airways.
1: airways? You're like me now. Listen to social media.
0: There, it's not even social media. It's the radios. They're the idiots.
1: reporters, idiots, the
0: newspapers, clowns. They want him gone. And I'm just like, <laughs> what does nine Super Bowls
1: get you yeah.
0: in New England?
1: <laughs> apparently they, nothing.
0: Apparently they want you out. Uh that's blast me if you ask me. But I think that they pulled this one out because they need to stay relevant. Yeah. Uh twenty four to twenty one is my prediction. And yes, running quarterback do give the Patriots fits, but it is Kyler Murray. I feel like he does have great legs as far as running, but he doesn't make the right decision as far as as throwing.
1: Their offense is basic. Um, You can, if you can stop him from running and contain Hopkins and Connor running the ball, you have a good chance of winning. Now, you know, if you don't contain Murray, then you're going to have some issues. And then for the Patriots, I think the bigger problem, you know, I, I think I said this before, what are you going to get offensively from the Pats? That's going to be the issue, right? Like, what can you get from them? Can you get to 24 points? Can you get to 20 points? You know, we'll see.
0: Listen, I looked at that over and under at 44 points and said, that is a lot of points. I mean, what do you can even cut everything in half? Do they like, OK, mm-hmm. final score... 13 to 10, but I feel like you have DeAndre the Hopkins there. For some reason, we don't know how to do well with number one receivers. Justin Jefferson burned us, Stephon Diggs burned us. It's like, what? You're going to get Hopkins burn you too? Mm-hmm. What about when you face Devontae Adams? He's going to have a field day. So, listen, the defense has to step up and no more vehicles. Mac Jones, please, no more so you have
1: to. But you're, you, again, you're you're blaming Mac Jones. I feel like you're blaming Mac Jones.
0: I'm not. It's 50-50. I think it's Matt Patricia and Mac Jones. Mac Jones already come out and, out in the press and said, it's Matt Patricia's fault. He already quote-unquote, oh, you know, my, my uh, my, uh, what's the, my emotions got the best of me. No. You're blaming Matt Patricia. And I feel like Bill Belichick is like, no, don't blame Matt Patricia, you need to blame me. But he won't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Not publicly anyway. So well, they all need to just like yeah. the Steelers take a look in the mirror. You know, we were all blaming Matt Canada. Um, you know, and but at the same time, the Steelers weren't executing. Now Matt Canada seems to be calling better plays. I think he's improved. More importantly, the Steelers are doing a better job of executing. They have they're not perfect. I think it's the same situation with the past. You gotta execute, you know. Mike Patricia calls a run on third and four. You might not like the play call, but go out there and block the guy in front of you, right? And get four yards. You gotta execute regardless. So and I think that's what what's been happening on for both teams.
0: Yeah, more 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 on the New England side because, you know, this is Matt Joe's second year, so you expect some kind of growth. You know, but I mean it's really having a new offensive guy, they really that much of a difference? Yes. The answer is yes. Okay, so let's move on to your upset special. Ron, you had Carolina at Seattle. Three and a half, favorite Seattle. uh 43 and a half over and under. What's your prediction?
1: I got... Carolina, I don't feel any confidence in this at all, but this was tough, a tough week for, for trying to find an upset um, with any of these teams that are three points or graders. Um, so, I got Carolina winning by a miracle 23-20 to against Seattle. A team that is struggling a little bit yeah, recently. I think they lost
0: two losses
1: in Yeah, now. Yeah, not running the ball well. Gino is, I mean, he's, he's playing okay, but...
0: Walker, I think is hurt. Yeah. I, same thing, it was very, very difficult finding an underdog with three and a half points. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with Jacksonville at Tennessee. I won with them. It's 43 and a half, 41, excuse me, 41 and a half over and under, 2.5 points, 24 to 7, 24 to 13. I think that Jacksonville pulls this one off. I think Tennessee, with the fine of the GM, they might be. In a little bit of influx. So I'm actually I think the Jaguars can't steal this one. I'm not very confident, but yeah. I think they I think they can win this one.
1: Yeah, that was the other game I was looking at. It was really a toss between these two and I just went with Carolina. Figuring that, you know, Carolina uh, Dalton didn't play too poorly. Not Dalton, um Darnold didn't play too poorly this past week. And uh Seattle yep. on the other hand has been struggling a little bit, so um that's that's why I went with the you know the Carolina game.
0: All right. So LeBron let's talk about our playoff hopes. And let's go with the the Bucks. They're currently at six and sixth and top of the division. Uh do you think they can make the playoffs?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think out of all of our teams, they probably uh, they got the, the best chance, right? So, just looking at their schedule, you mentioned they're top of their division right now. We know they're at 500. They got the 49ers, tough game, and then they got the Bengals. That's another tough game. Uh, Cardinals, Panthers, and then finishing the season with the Falcons. So, let's say they only get... They only win two out of those five games. You know, that'll that'll put them to uh eight and 89 right the team behind them, the falcons are at five and eight right now so for them to get to eight wins they'd, they'd have to win three more um so i think the the bucks are, are gonna get in it might be eight and nine um but they'll 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 be in
0: yeah i think that that schedule they can beat Carolina, and I think that they can beat the Falcons, and I think that they can beat Arizona. Uh, I think that they'll probably get in. They're not going to have a very good record. Might be eight wins, nine mm-hmm. wins, but I think that they'll get in. Uh, no worries on that front. The next team is the Patriots. They're 6-6 six and six currently. Uh, Ron, do you think they can make the playoffs? Yes.
1: This is where it gets dicey for all the teams, not just the Patriots, the Steelers, the uh, uh, the Browns, um, the Chargers, you know, uh, there's a lot of teams that are in the hunt right now, if you will. And looking at the Patriots, schedule, we've got the Cardinals, it's a critical week, um, Cardinals, the Raiders, it's going to be a tough out, Bengals obviously playing well. Dolphins and then Bills. That's a tough stretch. Um, At the same time, I can tell you in our division, in the Steelers division, we all got to play each other. We still got the Ravens twice. I think Cincinnati has the Browns twice or the Ravens. One one of those teams they haven't played yet either. So I think we're all going to be beating each other up. Can you make the playoffs? Yes. What's what's my prediction or how confident? I would give you guys... Uh, fifty-five percent chance of making the playoffs. So uh, you
0: would say like a five, five or six to make the playoffs?
1: Yeah, five or six out of ten to make the playoffs. And this is me. I looked at the uh, the char- Chargers have a tough schedule too. Um, so you know they gotta keep playing. Um, and then who's the other team? The Jets. I mean, Jets. You got.
0: I mean, the Jets as right now they're in, and we don't we don't play them at all mm-hmm. for the rest remaining of the season. I think they you know Miami and the Jets are the two teams that I think that we have to worry about they're in a division you know I think that the Bengals can win but can get rid of Baltimore I think that they are yeah. hot I think the Baltimore is you know a descending so I think that you know
1: Here, here's the Jets schedule and that's why I don't think they're a lock even though with they're at 7 wins right now and they're in right now they got the Bills. I think we all think they they're, they're going to lose that, right? They got the Lions. Lions put up like forty points. They're a team that can score. So then they got the Jags, got the Seahawks, and then they finish with the Dolphins. So they may split that and go nine and seven. They you know they may go even
0: if they split that. I think they're in.
1: Yeah, but if I they mean, go one and three, you know, with Mike White, who you know,
0: actually, you know, I was watching that game that they lost to the Vikings, and Mike White had a f- horrible first half, but mm-hmm. in the second half, I don't know what Mar- Robert Sala told them, but they played hard. They yeah. played to win. Yeah,
1: they're going to play hard for him.
0: Yeah, they. I mean, they they should have won that game. I'm very happy that they didn't, but they played hard for him, and mm-hmm. I, I think this Jets team is for real.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. And then, uh you got the Titans at 7 and 5 but they're winning their division they'll make it easily. This is the Chargers at 6 and 6. That's the other team. Uh they got the Dolphins, the Titans, the Colts, the Rams and the Broncos. So they finish up pretty easy with the Rams and Broncos, but they still got the Titans uh and maybe the Colts. So maybe they get 3 wins out of that. Maybe they get 2, we'll see. But it's 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 up in the air that fight for the 6th and 7th spot is up in the year. I think the first uh, five yeah. teams, though, uh, are, are pretty much set, I would think, right? No one's going to fall. Yeah. The Ravens aren't going to, like, fall in their, flat in their face. Uh,
0: well, if they lose against Pittsburgh or they lose against the Bengals, then, you know...
1: But they're at eight wins right now, so really it's just one win, and they're they're probably, they're probably
0: at, in. But then you can say that, against, with the Bengals, too.
1: Well, yeah, yeah but the division you know when you look at the division record I think Bengals are what in the division right and one in three that's that's gonna be their their problem
0: that's gonna be a downfall yeah it just it's really really tight in the AFC and I think that you know this Martin for error when you talk about the NFC but when you talk about the AFC they're so they're so close together I mean just look about what happened to the Patriots. They got flexed out because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, the Commanders and the Giants are basically playing for. They, I think I think that they're both going to make the playoffs. Because at seven and five, the next best record you're talking about is the Lions at five five and seven. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think that they'll make the playoffs. I think the Seahawks will make the playoffs um, as a wild card, and I think the top. Four teams are pretty much set, except for our, our Tampa Bay. That's the only one that we're we're not sure what's going to happen. But I mean, yeah, I think that's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, so out of the three, Bucks, Pats, and Steelers, who you know who are for sure going to make the play?
1: I think the Bucks for sure are getting in. Um, I think you know they would have to fall off a cliff because that division is so poor that they're going to make it in. Um, and then I think in the AFC, you know, it's going to be down. I don't think Miami's going to choke at this point, I don't think Baltimore's going to choke at this point, even with Lamar hurt. So I think it's you know, for that seventh spot, you're looking at there's a bunch of teams, right? The Jets, Patriots, Chargers raiders cleveland pittsburgh that are all in it really for you know one spot and um and we all play each other at this point i i would think i mean looking at the schedule if i was just looking at all of these schedules i would think uh you know um who did i say who was i talking about before uh was it the chargers that had the easiest schedule left <laughs>
0: Yeah, they have the easiest schedule, mm-hmm.
1: so maybe they can make it work. But I mean, I like—I'll be honest with you—if we win this, if the Steelers win this week, we got Carolina next. That should be a win. Now you're talking. We're back, right back at 500 at seven and seven. So we'll be in, you know, at seven and seven and in pretty good shape. You know, we'll, we'll have the Raiders. That's a tough game, and then the Ravens again. Which is basically do or die, and finishing with Cleveland. I mean, to me, it's a tough, tough road. Um, If I was to say my prediction, I would say honestly, both the Patriots and the Steelers miss the playoffs, and somebody else uh, makes it, like the Chargers or you know someone else.
0: I I don't want to say that the Patriots and the Steelers are going to miss the playoffs because I think you Know basically, I know this is a sounds very cliche, but they basically have the fate in their hands, they just have to win win these games. Basically, it comes down to, it. and I think that this could have been avoided if the Patriots beat the Vikings, or right? mm-hmm. the Patriots, you know, so if some the Steelers kind of beat fight. the Jets, yeah. you know,
1: we're up by like 10, I think, so and lost that game.
0: You know, it's they don't have anyone to blame for themselves, and I think that. For some reason, because the Chargers and Jets lost, it's almost like they give them a second chance, third chance, fourth chance. I don't know how many chances you can have, you know, in this one season to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But you know, let's talk about them making the playoffs, uh, and then we can talk about whether or not they can make it far in the playoffs.
1: Well, I the way I'm looking at it, honestly, I don't think it's for I could talk for the Steelers. Until you get past this week the Ravens. I don't think it's realistic. Um if you beat the Ravens, like I said, and get to six and seven, now you, re- you have really because the next game should be a gimme game with Carolina. It should be. Right? So if you win that game, you're seven you you're right back right back in it. So um
0: Well this what I mean is like the Steelers they have a tougher Game coming up then I would say the Pages have a different game coming up if I was to say choose between oh do you want to play Arizona or do you want to play Baltimore I would pick Arizona because you know Kings- Kingsbury who knows what's going on over there so yeah. it's like I would definitely pick Arizona so <laughs> beating Arizona you tell you'd say the Pages, hey we are still in this mm-hmm. we just beat the mm and but the flip side, if you beat Baltimore, is basically saying the Steelers are alive. We want part of this playoff picture. So it's, you know, again, if Patriots have the ball, no way that they're going to make it. There's no way that they're beating the Raiders. There's no way they're beating the Bengals. But if they beat the Cardinals, there's some life there. Mm-hmm. And I think that with the Steelers, you beat the Baltimore you're alive, then you get Carolina, you beat them, they're really alive. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, both teams kind of hold their fate mm-hmm. as far as making it in the playoffs.
1: Absolutely. That's so, how it should be, right? That's how yeah. it should be.
0: Yeah. The only difference is one is being coached by a person who doesn't care at all,
1: <laughs>
0: all cares about is winning. And the other one is being coached by a person that, you know, basically, he's a loyalist basically mm-hmm. he's not gonna fire my Canada until the season's over so yeah it's just again it comes down to the coaching the coaching is uh you know imperative in whether or not you make it so uh anything that you want to share because I know yesterday was your birthday so how did you spend your birthday um
1: <laughs> oh, man, I did absolutely nothing and I kind of Enjoyed it, so I sat home, spent uh, about an hour and a half or two in front of the TV watching Netflix, uh, really crappy show. Probably gave it like three episodes before I finally called it quits. But uh, I did that for a little bit, then got up, went got went to the barber, got a shave, a little bit, um, you know, massage and stuff like that. So I treated myself a little bit, and then we went out for ice cream, which was uh, uh, really good. Um, so it was you know it was a laid back day i enjoyed it i needed to, you know to rest and relax i actually got to take a nap too first time in a long time i got to actually take a nap um it was good It was perfect perfect day
0: and the same thing we're not sponsored by white rabbit mm-hmm. but their dessert are phenomenal phenomenal highly recommend it highly recommend it um and now you're like a year older. Mm-hmm. Do you feel wiser? Do you feel more mature?
1: Um, I feel a year older. So yeah, I woke up with back pains, my knees cracking, and you know, my hair's grayer. I guess. Uh, yeah, I, but life is good. I'm alive. The Steelers are still in it. We're still in the football season. You know, it's going to come to an end at some point. Uh, but I'm enjoying it right now.
0: Well yeah, happy belated birthday. Thanks, man. I'm going to say that I'm looking forward finally to the Sunday games where we're not playing on Thursday, we're not playing on prime time. So again, if we stay under the radar, maybe the Patriots will win against Arizona.
1: Maybe, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. You didn't um I'll throw this in there. You didn't th- watch any college football throughout the season. We got our four teams now in the playoffs. I'm sure you can give two shits about the four teams, but I can tell you Alabama's not in it, which is good, you know, good for me, not for them, but it's uh, it's good to have a year with Alabama not being in the final four.
0: Well, this is the thing, It's like, you know, if you come to me and you say I attended Alabama, I'm an Alabama alumni. Mm-hmm. I cheer for Alabama, I go to the football games, then, you know, I'll listen. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you you went to Alabama. Wow, yeah, yeah, go red tie, yeah, crimson tie, whatever. But, you know, we live in, like, SEC country mm-hmm. where, you know, even if you don't go to that school, you still cheer for them. Mm-hmm. I will never understand that. If you come to me and say, hey, did you hear that UMass has a ranking of number one? <laughs> oh, my ears perk up. I'm like, oh, oh, we do? Oh, we have a good basketball team? But you, it's it's like you see these people down here and they love college football. But then you're like, oh, did you go to college? No. Oh, you know somebody that went there? No. Mm -hmm. They just cheer for the team. And I'll never, ever understand that. Maybe it's a Southern thing where like, People just go crazy a over a team, mm-hmm. especially University of Miami. That's a private school. Did you go there?
1: No. no. I think Florida's worse. Florida the amount of is
0: even. I mean, Florida, Florida fans Florida is
1: here is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I
0: know we're in Central Florida, so I know that you know it's a giving, but yeah. Needless to say, what I'm trying to say is like, no, I did not watch. A, nothing, not even a a lick a lick of. Uh, College football. I, uh, the only thing that I'm interested in is during the draft, I'll watch the highlights and mm-hmm. I'll be like, Who the pitch is pink? Oh, let me see the highlights. Oh, he did pretty good against Northwestern Chattanooga, <laughs> Tennessee State. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: sure that school has tons of number ones in it. Yeah. I'm sure it's just like playing in college. In, uh, professional. No,
1: no, it's not. So- <laughs> no, it's not. But I, I'm really into it. I, I do do the scouting like for the games I do watch. And you know, I've talked to you about it. I'm like, yo, you got to watch this kid play. Uh, he's going to be really good. I hope the Steelers get him. Or, you know, and I'll mention stuff too throughout the draft. You know, I really wish we got the guy. He went to the Rams instead of whatever. I do pay attention to it because you can watch teams uh, and certain players, regardless of who they play, and you can see whether they're talented or not. And how talented they are i think quarterback though is a little bit tougher to gauge because you can go to a smaller school uh like this guy did um and you know be good but it doesn't mean anything because you're playing crappy competition whereas other positions you know if you ball out regardless of who you play you're doing your thing um you, you know it can materialize in the nfl so i i, I enjoy college sports and i'm glad we're uh we're down to the final four in the playoffs and stuff I'll be watching it for sure
0: well I'm glad that you find enjoyment and I do value your feedback when it comes to that stuff because Mm -hmm. I it just doesn't take up my time I don't again like I mentioned during draft yes and the other thing why I don't watch any college football is like the pages haven't had a top 10 pick in
1: yeah forever Yeah. yeah
0: Forever, so you tell me that I'm gonna watch hours and hours of picks that the Patriots are not Never gonna, gonna get, guess. yeah. And even if they have a number one, what do they do? They <laughs> they get an offensive line from like so
1: you know most people have like round two or yeah,
0: three, yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's hard for me to get excited, yeah, about the Patriots picking a top ten because that it's just very rare, yeah. So yeah. So anyways, yeah. I'll but I'll you know I'll definitely watch the college football playoffs and I'll definitely watch the uh, college football national game because there's so much hype and so much you know behind it that I'll tune in mm-hmm. and that that's pretty much it that's pretty much it that's my extent college football is I'll watch the playoffs, the national championship and then the draft Yeah, in that sequence that that right there that's how I watch. Cool. So in in that note, peace out to everyone listening. I can't wait for the playoffs to come not soon enough. But what have you run?
1: Uh definitely. Can't wait to get to the playoff. Hopefully we're in it. And uh, if we're not, then I guess I'll be watching basketball.
0: Yeah, guess what we watch and that's a whole new podcast mm-hmm. when we do our basketball uh reviews. In that case, I say peace. Peace. This
1: thing. Hey, guys. Thanks again for listening and supporting us. You can find us at The Sim Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can email us at shutympodcast at gmail.com.